Welcome to the Life After Sugar podcast. The podcast that's not just about sugar, but about your relationship with it and also with food and especially with yourself. So if you want to discover your life after sugar and hear inspiring stories from all kinds of people who also cut out sugar in their way, at their pace, for their own reasons, this is the podcast for you. Because you know, when you take away the sugar, you can finally discover the real sweetness in your life. I'm your host, Netta Gorman. And today's episode is with a very special friend of mine, Barbie, who actually did the Life After Sugar program back at the beginning of 2022. At that time, it was a six-week program with weekly check-in calls and a step-by-step process to help her break free from sugar and really get to the heart of her relationship with sugar. And as you'll hear, that process helped her get to a place where she doesn't need or even miss sugar anymore. We'll get to my chat with Barbie in just a minute. And this week's episode is brought to you by the After Sugar Club, which is where you'll get the step-by-step guidance you need from me to help you let go of sugar and the emotional hold it has on you so that you can get to a place of freedom where you don't even need, want or miss it anymore so that you can break free from sugar for good and if you're an intermittent faster, make your intermittent fasting lifestyle easy and natural. Sign up today. Go to aftersugarclub.com and click on the green button, join the club. And if this is your first time here, welcome. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so that it appears magically in your podcast player every Sunday. And if you've listened to several episodes before and you haven't yet left a review, could I ask you to scroll down please and rate the podcast and leave a lovely review to tell me how this podcast is helping you in your life after sugar. Has it inspired you to reduce sugar? Has it made you think about sugar a little bit differently? Let me know. I love reading your reviews. Thank you. So here's my chat with Barbie about how she let go of sugar. Hi Barbie. So um how did you feel physically, but not just physically, but also mentally, um, when you, before you started the Life After Sugar program, when you were, when you didn't even know it existed, how were you feeling? Um, a little bit down on myself or hopeless about the sugar situation. I kept indulging and indulging, even though I wanted to get away from it. And how did you even get the awareness that it was sugar? That's what I gorged on. <laughs> not, not anything like green beans. It was always a bag of candy. It was always Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Those things I kept being drawn to, it wasn't hunger. It was maybe a sugar rush, maybe it tasted great, felt good. But I was overindulging things that weren't necessary. <laughs> they weren't necessary. <laughs> and, and what was the consequence of that overindulgence? Feeling a little bit helpless about losing weight and stuff, which I'm, ter- I mean, the terribly overweight. Um, I kind of feel a little hopeless about how do I get rid of this attraction, uh, you know, this uh, compulsion. Yeah. And, and having a couple of pieces of candy, but wanting not to hold bag. You can't have, you know, unfortunately, one doesn't seem to satisfy me. It just ticks me off for a couple more, a couple more. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Get that. I totally get that. So it's like, what happened between your having these this behavior and then you're realizing that this behavior was problematic? Well, it's problematic for me because I didn't feel like I was going to accomplish what I was wanting to accomplish, Um, which was for me, I felt being healthier would be losing weight. And and I take too many prescription drugs like blood pressure medicine. And I didn't see a way to get where I wanted with all the sugar and even fake sugars in my life that was tripping my insulin. 
Okay, yeah, and so you were aware that weight gain was connected to insulin, which is connected to sugar. I learned, I had to learn about about that. Yes, through studying the intermittent fasting and Dr. Jason Fung. Yes. Yeah. And like before you, I didn't know, I did not know that all, all along. That's no, I didn't either. I know it's mind blowing. And before you learned about that, did you believe that you had weight to lose because you were eating too many calories? Yes. Yes. Eating too much. Absolutely. And at one point it was drinking too much. Um, I got, got rid of that and the weight stayed there. Mm -hmm. I was still eating too much and mm, Yes. Too much of everything or too much of certain things? Too much of, not too much broccoli and chicken, too much going out for Mexican food and chips and dips and uh, popcorn and candy, ice cream, loads of that. And, and I would eat when I wasn't even hungry. I would just eat because, just because it's there, it's there. Yeah. So it was the quantity and the frequency and the type of foods. Correct. Okay. All right. So then you were doing this for, for how long before you thought, ah, I've got to do something to change it? Oh, about the last at least eight years or something, I think, then I've started gaining all this weight. Because there was a point before that that I put my mind to, to getting healthy for I was exercising, I was eating better, and I was had dropped a good bit of weight, felt the best I had in 20 years or something. But before that, I had gotten a little heavy. But this time, after I after I just kind of put off, dropped my gym membership, wasn't caring about what I ate. Well, I packed on a ton of weight. Mm -hmm. a yeah, lot. yeah, and you weren't feeling comfortable physically, no. and, yes. and yeah. Okay. I mean, when you can't get up and down off the floor without some problems, that's a problem. <laughs> that's a problem. Yeah, yeah, you were finding it difficult to actually just move around. Yes. Yeah, and anything else that was causing you? pain like physical pain or psychological pain yeah, well it was the fact that I couldn't just put on clothes and be comfortable I don't want pictures taken I wasn't going out and doing things you know big and fat and <laughs> it's hot in Texas you yeah. know the thought of you know putting on a pair of shorts was just not going to happen and but you need them they're kind of necessary <laughs> yeah and what kind of things did you feel you couldn't do anymore basically everything. I, I, I kept myself into being a homebody mode and I really want to get out and do things. Like if there's a farmer's market, I want to be out and move around and, and heck walk, walk at least a block. Yeah. You know? Yes, totally. Yeah. So did you feel like your life had gotten smaller? Oh yes. Yes. It's, it's relegated to like my four walls for, for the most part. And, you know, even if I'm going to like a little swim party, I'm not comfortable. You know, I have a pool in my own backyard, you know, and I'll go out there by myself. But if I had company, I'd, I'd just be more comfortable. I'm not comfortable with what I've done to myself. And I think the sugar, addressing the sugar problem is just going to set me on the right road. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't fall from the sky, does it? You have to actually. No, you have it. to work at it. You ha It takes effort. What was your first sort of step? Was it doing something or thinking something? It was thinking about lessening my frequency or trying to cut out dessert coffees because that was something I could do all day long. Um, you know, all kinds of creamers and all kinds of fake sugars, which I, I finally got through my head that that's setting off just it's the sweetness that's yeah. setting off. You know, it's not, you know, people were telling us forever Diet Cokes and stuff are bad for you. You don't get loose anyway. They are so correct. <laughs> they are true. <laughs> damn it learned, right it took me 60 years but i'm learning more i'm learning more yeah oh totally <laughs> I mean, all, learning. yeah all the credit goes to you for actually you know opening your mind and thinking oh wait maybe what i've thought for 60 years it isn't quite accurate exactly that's a big deal for someone to do yeah yeah so when i started your program I love that you said it's just the awareness because that's really what opens up the awareness to all that I'm really, all, all the sweetness I'm ingesting and how much and how the fact that, especially my little bags of those chocolate truffles, one doesn't satisfy me really. It just opens up to more, more, more. Yeah. Yeah. And was that awareness heightened in the program? Um, 
And if so, like absolutely, it was. And then absolutely. so, so what did it make you do or think or like? Did it change overnight? My thought process changes is has greatly changed over the last two months. Now I kind of think about everything, which I, I like. I'm not overanalyzing or anything. It's I love it. I love that I'm actually thinking about what I'm putting into my body. Um, and, and now I know even more. I really associate with how something affects me. Funniest thing, we talked about my treats last night. Mm-hmm. What did I say to my husband this, oh, last night? Something about tummy ache or something. And he said, now, what did you eat you know, last night? He did this morning. What were you eating? He goes, oh, the, he associated. He goes, the chocolates. I, 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 what it was, I can't even remember what it was this morning, but I said, so he goes, and he, he referred that the, the ice cream and stuff. I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. Yes. Would you have been aware of that connection before? No, I think I, I knew I was eating too much, but I wasn't the way I am now really trying to associate how I feel good, what I'm doing when I feel good. Mm. And when I feel a little off or bad, what did I just do? What did I have the night before? Yeah, that's amazing that you you know, that you look backwards, what did I have rather than what can I do to feel better? You know, sometimes we have a headache and we're like, well, where's the Tylenol rather than, you know, what, what did I do without judgment, without, you know, beating yourself up just to, as to analyze what did I do? What, in your case, what did I eat that makes me feel this way? Yeah. And then I just find then it's up to you. It's, and you've got this power to change. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you feel that you're more powerful? Absolutely. Yep. Because I've heightened my senses to everything. And I, I, you know, I think about when I pick something up, how's that going to affect me? Uh, I love the fact that I'm, I really know what makes me feel best now and how I feel best. And if I go off, I might have to pay for it just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And is it like, um, you're like, oh, what would Netta say if, if she saw me now? <laughs> hey, like I said, when I went to Costco, you know, a while back from the beginning, Netta's in my head thinking, mm, that's a package. <laughs> it was so funny. It's like, Netta would say, just go get you an orange or whatever it was. <laughs> oh, you've got me on your shoulder wherever you go. Yes, yes. I have myself in the store going, packages, process, packages. It's kind of in my head now. And I'm yeah. glad of that. Yeah, you know what I did? I actually bought, um, uh, I've got two things coming, but anyway, what one of them, I just got a, where you package your few, your food, you can buy it in bulk, like chicken and stuff. And, uh, oh yeah. Like, like a sealer. Sort of thing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes cool. I've already been doing that so we can, you know, have healthier. Cause you know me and I like to buy stuff on sale. Yes. I know you I can package it now, <laughs> <laughs> whatever healthier I do. I don't have to do that with ice cream and stuff. Cause I just, you know, that's not on my good, on my list that I want to eat really, but uh, I love it. Uh, yeah. Stick with some, some good stuff. And I still get to do my, you know, whether it's buy one, get one free or whatever it's half price or whatever. <laughs> I get to fulfill that. <laughs> I mean, I'm all for buying things on special offer. It's just that what you were doing was Ben and Jerry's, right? That's correct. <laughs> and, and the candy was special. Sometimes they just kept doing my Ben and Jerry's, buy one, get one free. And I just couldn't see myself to leave it there on the store shelf or a freezer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm a bargain hunter as well. It just depends which bargains are actually a good deal. Yes, yes. Okay, so so um, what would you say was your biggest issue um, when before you joined the program? Taking time, the awareness. The awareness was the biggest of just exactly how much I was ingesting. I, I was not even. I would just put stuff in my mouth and and not think of the consequences or how I would feel. I wasn't going there at all. So the, time, the pause, I guess, to think the pause and. And awareness of what I was doing mm. that that that's a, a, a big big one yeah yeah and and that is like major because once you realize something you can't unrealize it again right <laughs> you can right. pretend you can <laughs> and you give yourself a little pause like do I really want that hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah it really and so what sort of trick like not triggered you but what was it that made you feel, I'm ready, this is the right time for me? 
because I, I had gotten involved in intermittent fasting, but I was kind of letting that slip because of all the sugary, sweetie things I was into. Then I realized, okay, this is a problem I need to address. That seemed to stand out to me. Why am I having an issue with not being able to do this as well? And after what I, some things I learned about insulin, I'm saying, this seems to be a problem I'm having. The sugary sweets are dominating. Yeah. Did have adding a little touch here and there, they were overwhelming. Yeah. And was it, did it seem like a massive mountain for you to, to stop eating those things? It did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is. It was a big part, right? And you've been eating them all your life, really. Oh, yes. Yes. I've never. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Did you have any fears or any doubts about whether you'd be able to change this life, lifelong habit? Unfortunately, I did, you know? Uh, yeah. What were they? I had become so involved in them, though, so wrapped, seemed to be wrapped up in a part of me and letting go of maybe it was too much comfort. You know, I, I associated with crawling in bed with a little pint of Ben and Jerry's going, mm, it didn't last, what, five minutes? But it was all wrapped up into what I was doing I wasn't I wasn't telling myself no on anything and that seemed maybe hard yeah <laughs> difficult did it feel like you would have to let go of a lot of good good things comfort yes know? yes things that I liked things that I felt like I was enjoying yeah. things that I thought tasted good my dessert coffee that was just something I did every day all day you know and how did you imagine your life without it well, if I could get past it, I thought it would be better. If I could get past the constant in my head need for it, that it would be on, I would be on a better, better direction, better and healthier direction. And maybe getting rid of some, eventually getting rid of some medicine if I, you know, because I might be able to lose some weight and, and that might help and that it could help. Yeah. Yeah. And what was it that um, made you sort of go back? Every now and again, you sort of did well for a bit and then whoop, a little slip, you know, which is kind of part yes. of the process. But yeah. what was it that, can you, can you think back and say, oh, this is what preceded the little slip. This is what I was telling myself in my head. Well, I can know right off the bat for some of it was uh, the sales. <laughs> I couldn't get over the darn two for one sales. And once I have it in my house, it is not going to go to waste. It is going to be eaten. And, and it's, again, I will eat it till it's gone. I don't seem to be able to stash it out. Okay, here, we'll have a little bit here. Or can you just eat like a fourth or a third of a container? Once I had it, it was going to be eaten. And then I'll get in my head. Okay, once I eat it all, it'll be gone until the next sale or till the next something I can't run away from. <laughs> right. And so that awareness of, oh, wait a minute, it's that two for one that's calling my name. <laughs> You know, um, I remember, you know, when we were having our calls together, that came to the surface. That was like the trigger for you. Yes. It's on sale. Yeah, I can't, I can't leave it there. And, and once I get it, it tastes so good. But I did know about some things. If they're not on sale, I won't pick them up. Huh. Doesn't mean I don't still like the sugar, but that just seems to be a big trigger for me. And then once I had it, I had to eat it. Yeah. And I remember during the calls as well, I was like, well, listen, Bobby, you can actually save more money by not buying any at all that's true that wasn't computing very well <laughs> <laughs> yeah sometimes logic doesn't even come into it right no one is your sugar obsessed <laughs> absolutely yeah but I mean it's like if you carry on doing the same thing you'll get the same results yes yeah and and I remember one of the exercises I asked you to do was to write your breakup letter to sugar honestly Barbie that should be like published in <laughs> it was an amazing work of art what you came up with and it was from the heart it wasn't like you were trying to be Shakespeare but yeah. it was beautiful yeah and I just want to take a little break here so that you can hear Barbie's amazing breakup letter to sugar now the assignment I gave her was not to write a bitter nasty letter but a sweet breakup letter thanking Sugar for all the good memories, for all the good times, so that letting go of Sugar is easier because it recognises not just the bad effects of Sugar, but also the good. 
and Barbie's letter was such a work of art that I asked her if I could share it with you here. So here it is. Right, my breakup letter to Sugar. Ah, my sweet Sugar, I love you so. From the time I was little, I remember going to the great state fair of Texas, walking hand in hand with my mom and dad and my brothers in tow. And then I spotted you, light, fluffy, and pretty in pink. I had to have you, and you literally melted in my mouth. Cotton candy, you became my fair favorite. As a kid, I would walk to the nearby drugstore where they had penny candy. For a quarter, I could fill up the little brown bag with 25 pieces of candy. Oh, the thrill. And all the wonderful family get-togethers on 4th of July. We would always celebrate with fireworks and, of course, homemade ice cream. You attended all the birthday parties. Chocolate cake was my favorite. And you were there for some of the most special times. Going to see a movie with mom and sis. You just knew we had to have you every time. Buttered popcorn could only be eaten with Junior Mints and Hershey's chocolate. Other times we would go to lunch. And after a delicious meal, there you were in the form of some decadent dessert we would enjoy sharing. You take so many forms that are breathtakingly desirable. Cheesecake, chocolate, cherry pie, to name a few. Uh, but what would I do without my men, Ben and Jerry? You take my breath away and leave me squealing with delight. I shudder at the thought of you. I have taken you to bed so many times to relish in your lusciousness before I fall off to slumber. Ah, yes, <laughs> yes. I will remember you with fondness, with love. My dear sugar, we've had some fun and oh, the memories we have made. Alas, it is time to say goodbye, my sweet, sweet sugar. I just want to tell you about the sponsor of this podcast, Medicine with Heart, which is an international functional medicine clinic specializing in difficult chronic cases of hormone imbalance, Lyme disease, mold illness, and digestive dysfunction. You can sign up for a consultation with their team to see if they can help reverse your disease. Find out more about them at medicinewithheart.com. Yeah. But I mean, that sort of change in automatic habits or behaviors first has that change has to first come from the awareness that you're describing. Wow. And it doesn't even happen straight away. It's not like, oh, the light bulb goes off. And then the next day, that's it. You're never buying Ben and Jerry's that's again. True, It's true. Didn't happen like that. I wish. <laughs> it's, it's different for each person. But I mean, it's rarely, you know, a quick and linear journey. Right. right. Yeah. Okay, but I mean, that, and that's why I sort of encourage you not to beat yourself up about it and to be realistic about the type of journey that it is. Mm. And did you find that in the six weeks of the program that you made some more progress, as it were, and we'll talk about what you think progress is in a minute, but, but did you feel that you made more progress than you would have imagined? Absolutely, yes. Or oh, and more than just trying to think about it on my own. Because when you put a program right in front of you and you're, you're looking at it, it's in your mind. You're trying to learn things. So it's right there. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It does make you more accountable in that way. Right. And, and so what was progress for you? Like right at the beginning, what did you imagine? Or did you imagine how you would be different in that after that six weeks? I was just hoping it would, something in my head would click. 
that's what I was hoping that I could get something in there. And I did. <laughs> it, and it mainly it started off with being aware by constantly looking at your program, um, doing lessons, talking about it on the calls. Mm-hmm. They put it up front so that I had to deal with it. And you were there every single call, every yes. single week. And you did every single exercise and watched every single video. You're like my star student. <laughs> hey, I was, I, I wanted this to happen. I wanted something, you know, I wanted to invest in something. I wanted to do it full force. Yeah. And you did it. And really, you know, it could be the best program in the world, but unless you actually do it and are hundred percent committed, which you were and still are, I think, Yes. Then nothing's going to change unless you actually do something. That's you're exactly right. You're and you did exactly it. All the power, all the power to you. Woohoo. I know. I feel great. I feel great. You can't unlearn it. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. That's the best part. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And so what was like, tell me about your first or one of your first aha moments that you had. Hmm noticing if I don't buy something, I don't need it. Uh, I love the fact that you, you offered some other like chia seed pudding or something I never thought about. Um, just that there's options. Yeah. And like you said, I kind of, I started doing it with less fruits. And I think I'm probably gonna have to throw some fruit away. What expected that? But just that there's options. Yeah, sometimes I- it's just like, we just don't know what else. I don't, need, I don't need all that sweet stuff. I was enjoying it just to, you know, I don't know why, but it was just there. If it was there, I'll, I'll eat it, but I feel better without it. And now you feel you have options? Yes. Yeah. And like, I think the biggest one is like something, if, if I want my fruit, just make up a little bit of chia seed pudding. How easy is that? Yeah, great. Yes. I mean, when you feel like you've got options, alternatives, you, that also, I feel, gives you the power to decide. Right. And I have been in Jerry's in a good while now. I, yeah. you know, I had my fallback times on those specials, and I still had to fight a little bit when they have a special, but I don't think it's right there in my head anymore. Yeah, not quite as intense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, good, and the more you get to feeling better, the more you want to stay feeling better. That is, that is key, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm going to quote you on that. Yes. <laughs> it's after my little my little treat last night. We got to do a little drive through for ice cream. I'm like, okay, I'm good today. You know, I feel good. I've had my water and have had some coffee. I don't need it now. I didn't need it then. It was just a little fun get what get out and involve that. Because <laughs> I remember right at the beginning when we first met, and I, you know, I said, Well, it is possible, because I'm living proof of it, and I know I'm not the only one, that it is possible not to need or even miss sugar anymore and you were like oh I'm hoping you're like hoping it was going to happen but it was sort of like hoping to win the lottery you know where winning the lottery is is more to do with total luck or right random chance whereas for this it's not outside of your control you can actually get there with what you do you can't just sit there and hope for it and do nothing you do have some input into the outcome absolutely (laughs) Absolutely. and once we realize that you know you can either see it as oh god i've got to do something uh you know can't you just give it to me on a silver platter right (laughs) literally that would Um, be great but that's okay (laughs) it doesn't happen that way doesn't happen that way i mean you know if you can if you compare it with a lottery sure you can wait around for something to happen but the chances of it happening are way lower Mm -hmm. (laughs) chances of winning the lottery i think way lower lower absolutely of getting sugar-free yeah then getting getting your awareness of what you're doing your in your your sugar intake and how you you have to take time to see how you feel different without it Mm-hmm. yeah absolutely takes a little effort mm-hmm. yeah a little effort yes you can't get away from that where learning is concerned take it from me teacher <laughs> yeah, yeah learning requires effort and it requires a level of discomfort and did you feel that you were sometimes uncomfortable I mean I'm not talking about physically I'm talking about in your head in your habits yes yes because when I wanted to crawl in bed after a hot bath and wanted that cold ice cream to cool down, 
I was missing it. Yes. And do you remember what I told you when you said, oh, it seems to me a hot bath or a, or a jacuzzi, just, it just requires a cold, sweet drink after. Do you remember what I said to you? Probably ice water, I think. <laughs> Either ice water or how about you skip the hot water activity that makes you want a cold, <laughs> sweet drink just for a while. <laughs> You're getting yourself into, into this situation. Yes. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's not forever, nothing's forever, but for that transition time when you're trying to change your habits, pretty much the only thing to, be, to do is to actually change your habits. During the six weeks, what was the biggest challenge that you had to overcome, apart from the specials? Okay, because that was a big one. Um, just, okay, sitting at night with something sweet, whatever it is, um, some candy bars, little candy bars, sitting in front of the TV, not that I'm hungry, but the constant putting stuff into my mouth. Yeah, that action, that hand-to-mouth action that you associated with what, being in front of the TV? Sure, yes. Sitting down, relaxing, having something to eat. It's not necessary, but obviously I seem to be, even sometimes going to bed, you know, my husband grabbed a bag of chips. Yeah, yeah. It's just such an, an, an automatic habit. Yes, yes. You know, you're going to go watch some more TV. Then there's a, what do we got to snack on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, I mean, there's millions of people who do that. Yeah. Yeah. The, the next morning thinking, oh, I wish I hadn't had that. I'm a little full still. Don't, but, you know, yeah. you had the kind of the whatever it was hangover, the chips, the popcorn, the candy. And so what made you aware of that and and sort of, see the possibility that that could be changed as well mainly thinking about how I felt I think that I don't have to feel this way if I don't do that if I don't do that you know and you have to step away and take those and do it you have to do okay look let's don't do this let's see how we feel oh we feel much better what did we do we didn't bring all that stuff to bed we didn't sit down in front of the tv you need all that and we feel so much more energetic in the morning we're ready to start our day not sluggish that was the best. That's still the best. Yeah, yeah, yes, amazing. So, what was the easiest part of the six weeks? Okay, the easiest. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's I, I loved I loved the calls, so that was easy to take in because I wanted to learn. I wanted to learn what, from other people, so that was certainly easy. Huh. Your, your lessons are great. I love to listen to stuff. Um, just incorporating it. I don't know if I'm explaining that. <laughs> Those, it's easy to kind of try to learn and do stuff harder to incorporate. Feel better once you do. Would you say that the theory of it is easier than the actual implementation? Oh, yes, <laughs> of course. Yeah, it, it, takes effort. it takes effort. Yes, it takes effort on my part. And make, so what made the, the implementation easier? You say the calls with the others? Yes. Yes. You know, the, the kind of check-ins and how you're doing. I love that. That's, that's kind of because I'm kind of a people person. So Yeah, that's great. And what did the others bring to you that, you know, just doing it on your own or just you and me, it may not have been enough? Um, I love participation with other people. And I love to hear how other people did it. Um, you know, how, how they're doing, how long they've been doing it, <clears throat> how they feel, how, how they're keeping it up because they feel better. They, yeah. They've been there, they've done that. And yeah. if they're struggling, we kind of have the same struggles and we can work through them together. Yeah, and you're not alone. And then we've, there's, you know, as many different ways of going about this as there are people. Yes. But there are some common denominators and common sort of struggles and common wins. And did you feel that you were supported? Yes, absolutely. And understood? Yes, definitely understood and certainly supported. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I suppose I could go back to my teaching background, give you all the theory, um, uh, all the videos and everything, and just let you get on with it on your own. Would that have worked for you? No, not for me. <laughs> I like more, I like interaction. Yeah. But 
that that works for me. Left to my own devices, I might never really looked at anything. You know, if somebody wasn't saying, okay, let's do this. I want to, we want to talk about this on the next one. That's a good reason to look at it and to get involved and to do it so that you can participate. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I did. I was kind of like, I was still kind of one of those last minute people, you know, I'm like, I was doing it midnight before our call. Yes. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? But I mean, you did it. And how did that make you feel as you were writing it and as you were reading it to us? I loved it. I loved it. It makes me stop and think about what I'm doing. And, you know, I haven't, I haven't think, I've looked at it since that day because I'm not sure where I put it. It's around somewhere. <laughs> but I did enjoy sitting down and kind of making myself laugh at times and really realizing the absurdity of my connection with Ben and Jerry <laughs> and, and Candy. <laughs> And did you feel something change when you were writing it or reading it inside of you? Yes, I could let go. This great, yeah, I had a great time, but it was taking me a place I didn't want to keep remain. So letting go was a, a necessary thing. Mm. You know, yeah. it just it felt maybe like it was the right time. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready. This is keeping me in a relationship with this sweet stuff that I want to get over and move on. Right, right. Amazing. And I remember also when you did the exercise about the five stages of grief applied to sugar, and you've known grief of, of losing someone dear to you uh-huh. and applying it to sugar, I find, you know, is similar in some ways because sugar has been kind of like your best friend all your life yes constant companion yeah you could easily get into a sugar when you're feeling down when you're feeling sad sometimes just any reason <clears throat> yeah but yeah turning to sugar was an easy thing to do and now if you don't do that anymore if it's not sugar that you turn to do you feel that you now have options of other things you can do to to get, I mean, all those human needs are totally valid. The need for comfort, the need for validation, the need for soothing and all that. Do you feel that you have options other than sugar? I do. I like being productive. And I feel because when you feel better, you're more productive anyway. Instead of sitting in a bag of candy, chips, whatever. I love the accomplishing something. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just sitting out to do something for a few hours or hey, working in my, I love working in my patio. You know, I feel, this is the whole thing of feeling better. It's, it gets me to a productive stage, which is the most, the best feeling. Much better yeah. than sitting around eating um, fine Ben and Jerry's. There's no comparison yeah. to feeling accomplished. Yeah, I've got this mental image of you, you know, sort of the before and after, which is a bit like why I call it life after sugar. But the sort of before of Barbie sort of slumped in the sofa eating all this junk food and the candy yep. and everything and and not just what you're eating but how you're living your life you're not actually living your life no and then no. I've got this picture of you after you know not necessarily scaling Mount Everest you know not like, yet not yet <laughs> running a half marathon <laughs> but just actually getting out there and living your life it's a work in progress and and it's been going through my mind a lot lately. At 60, I'm ready to, it took me 60 years to learn some things. And I'm ready to progress. Amazing. <laughs> Just want to keep keep growing and doing and, and enjoying life. I need to enjoy life now. How do you imagine your life in the next 10 years, say? <laughs> Active, having fun, getting out and going to a farmer's market and looking at the fruit and vegetables not homemade candy over here or something, you know, which, you know, sometimes you see those at the, when they have vendors, you can see lots of things, but enjoying the good stuff, enjoying homegrown stuff, um, being more adventurous with food, mm-hmm. you know, and what I, what I eat instead, because I've been stuck on the same stuff all the time, pizza, Mexican food, you know, things like that. Ah, yeah. I get a little adventurous. <laughs> Yeah, I think your your vision has widened about, you know, what food is and, and what types of foods you can learn to, to cook and to enjoy, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm so looking forward to doing more stuff with different foods. 
And even like we made fish one night, I made fish and I don't even remember what we had with it, a vegetable of green beans or something. I'm like this, I mean, my mind really said, this is the way I want to, this is the way I want to start living. It's funny, yeah. isn't it? Because it's like, we think that sugar-free living or eating is like, what am I going to eat? It seems so restrictive, but most of the time it's because we just don't know much about food. That's correct. You are so right. Uh, I was stuck in the same stuff every week. It's just, it's the same thing. You're buying the same products. I want to be a little more adventurous. It doesn't have to go crazy all of a sudden, but I find that I'm, I'm liking to, you know, venture out and try other things. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. I wonder what, I saw something in the product section. I have no idea or how you ate it, but I'm looking at it. I'm thinking, hmm, it was very expensive though. <laughs> you know, that in any apple or orange, I'm thinking, I wonder what you do with that. <laughs> but at least you're curious, you know, yes. which is yeah. amazing. <laughs> and, and can you imagine what, I'll ask you the same question about the same 10 years ahead, but if you hadn't done the program and if you hadn't gotten this awareness that you have now, how would you, how can you imagine your life if nothing had changed? Well, I'd probably still, you know, I was interested in intermittent fasting, but I'd probably still be struggling because there was too much sugar wrapped up in it, too much, too much, much too much. It's so much easier when you have that under control. How can you imagine those 10 years ahead with nothing oh. having changed? You're still eating all this sugar. Then I wouldn't have accomplished anything in my, in my brain that I, I had envisioned for myself. And maybe still sitting inside the house, not participating in life the way I want to and the way I foresee it happening without wrapping my brain around that sugar aspect. Yeah. And that was, that's, that's not growing as, mm -mm, that's not good. <laughs> it not was bleak. It was bleak. <laughs> bleak. Yeah, a bleak future. And what about your health and your appearance? Oh, I'm so ready to change the way I feel about myself, um, being too heavy and stuff. I'm so glad that I took the opportunity to look at sugar and where it was keeping me because I see a better future. <laughs> I see more, more doing, more getting out, more energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not just a vision. I mean, you're beginning to yes. experience that. Yes, hopefully, uh, you know, lessening all that medication that I had to take by getting physically healthier. Yeah, yeah, very probably. That, that will be a positive outcome for sure. And so today... Okay. We'll take a picture of today. Um, how do you feel physically, mentally, you know, about yourself? How do you feel? I'm feeling great. I feel good this morning. I have a good outlook on the day and the week. Uh, starting off with my black coffee, I'm not hungry. There's no reason I need to be eating at whatever ten with my 1045 a.m. Knowing that I can wait till hunger actually is there. And I can go in this, I can go about what I want to do. You know, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm loving it. And um, I hope that I want my life to catch up with kind of where I am mentally. I see myself doing this. I want to be doing it. Yeah. But you know, the actual vision of it comes first. There you go. Right. I've got a vision. <laughs> you've got the vision and yes. you've got the tools now to actually put it into practice. Yes yeah amazing. amazing is there anything else that is missing that i could give you you know that could help you more well i'd like to see where i am in a year but i don't wish that year to hurry up and be done <laughs> so i want to put it into practice and just hopefully get to feeling better every day yeah knowing that i don't need the sugar it's not something i have to have to survive it's something i will feel better without because I do. Because you do, right? This is right. It's not, again, it's not just the theory. It's not like, you know, you had six weeks of theory and now you know it all. You've read all the books and now you're sort of sitting around going, okay, I'm just going to wait around for change to happen. See if it happens. <laughs> you have to work it. You have to incorporate it. Yeah. And you have to feel, you have to feel it. Right. Because if you feel better, that's the only way you're going to want to continue to do it. Absolutely. That constant, you know, physically and mentally feeling better. 
And, and all I can do is guide you there. I can't do it for you. No, I can't. Nope. It is up to me what I put in my mouth, what I do each day. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And in that sense, I mean, it's not a heavy kind of it's up to you. It's not throwing stuff at you and telling you, right. okay, you know, it's up to it's you. Not a, it's not a, a not doable thing. It's definitely not. It's not insurmountable at all. The simple things, you know. And just, did, do you find that it took less time than you would have imagined to get to where you are today? Yes. And I'm happy. I was hoping that a six weeks course could really pound something into my head but you put some effort into it and it were and you can you can <laughs> yeah and uh, you know it's like it, even you can and not because you're a lost case but i mean if you can anyone can absolutely if I can, anyone can we're all different but actually right. we all can in probably less time than we think true yes although if you've done it on your own it might have taken longer Yes, because um, I sometimes need some structure in order to do something. That's just me. <laughs> if you just hand me some guides and say, here, read this, do it on your own. I'm likely not. It may have taken a year to get around to it. If I did, I need I need people interaction for myself. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Kind of hold yourself responsible for a little bit. You know, we're going to look at this. So it makes me stop. It makes me write a letter, you know. Um, that's kind of how I operate. <laughs> well, you know, I love the help of a community, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's the community and it's the accountability and it's all of that together. Accountability. There you go. Because the main thing is being accountable to myself. And it helps when I have a little structured Absolutely. way about it. Yeah. Did it bother you that I'm not a nutritionist? No, no. I love people that have done things for themselves you've done it you live it that's that's all i need to know yeah absolutely that's all i need to know <laughs> yeah living see doctors all the time you know and they don't look at the healthiest people you know so they may be doing something to help other people but they may not be living it themselves for me that's one person somebody if you're teaching me something be living it there you go <laughs> yeah i mean there are sort of you know um scientific there's a scientific basis to to what i tell you you because i didn't make it up you know i went and got it right. from others who've been studying it far longer than me but yeah you're right it's like um if someone's actually been living the what they teach right right, right. Then that is a lot more i suppose for you a lot for me more it is valuable if someone's living it they know what they're talking about <laughs> they've been there Oh, yeah. That's why, you know, you know, in the calls with maybe Wendy is doing it for years and Debbie, uh, yeah, they got a lot of input because they're doing stuff. And so, and they've also had the drawbacks or the, you know, the pitfalls, you know, everybody's going to come across, whether it's just a day or something that, you know, that's, that's, it's great to have people guide you. Smashing. And if someone wanted to join in the program or the After Sugar Club, what would you tell them? Go for it and, and participate. The main thing is participate, put something into it and you'll get something out of it. Amazing. Absolutely. Don't, yeah, absolutely do it. <laughs> Especially if you work, because I was in a, in a really, really down place with sugar, really bad, overwhelming. But if you make some effort and listen to stuff, it's absolutely worth it. Yes. Because I'm, I'm in a, a totally different place now and it's wonderful. Yeah. I have I options mean because I can think about it. I'm aware. I'm aware. Yeah, amazing. And it really didn't take that long. No, surprisingly, it didn't. And I was overwhelmed thinking, you can't, what am I going to accomplish in a short amount of time? But you can, you actually can. Yeah, yeah, because you put in the effort. Absolutely. Well done, well done. I'm so Great. proud of you. Thank you. It, with, it, with structure, I'm good. And I think anybody would be, you know, with, it, with community and structure, participate. There you go yeah that's the answer <laughs> wonderful wonderful uh, thank you so much yeah you're excellent you're excellent at it you're excellent thank at you. it. encouraging and it's wonderful oh thank you oh what a wonderful chat with barbie and barbie if you're listening now you are my star student and i know that every single person who's listening to this podcast will find your story inspiring 
Because if you can get to a place of feeling free from sugar, then it's proof that anyone can. And yes, it's a process. And yes, you have to make a certain amount of effort, especially with some introspection and changing your habits. And as you showed, that brings you to a new level of awareness. And that is the key to letting go of sugar and really feeling free from the hold it has on you. If you're also ready to let go of sugar like Barbie was and get all the guidance, support and accountability you need, then join the After Sugar Club to transform your relationship with sugar, with food and with yourself and get to a place where you don't need, want or miss sugar anymore. Join us now. Go to aftersugarclub.com and click on the green button join the club and you can get more free resources and tips on the life after sugar youtube channel the life after sugar facebook page and come and subscribe to my instagram account at my life after sugar that's where i post pictures of what i eat what i do sometimes some inspiring quotes or sometimes just pictures of our cat so that you can see that it's totally possible to live a fun and active life, even if you don't eat sugar. And if this podcast is inspiring you to take one more step towards your life after sugar, then could I ask you to please scroll down and leave the podcast a lovely five-star rating and leave a short review to let me know how this podcast is inspiring you to break free from sugar your way and find the real sweetness in life. Thank you for listening. That's it for this week. Keep in touch and see you soon for another episode.